we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We're not dressed for this. I don't need to be around me. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, what a road is. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but I'm looking for you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. It's Eddie Estrada here with my co-host, Armin, to talk about our favorite franchise. Well, I mean, it's up there with Potomac, but it is a top franchise, and that is NYC, baby. It's my favorite franchise. There's no question about that. Uh, It is your favorite franchise. Eddie, I have a question for you. Yes. Are you turtle time for life? (laughs) No, I'm a good Catholic schoolgirl. What are you talking about, Armin? I am so turtle time for life. I died when Leah was like, shut up. You're turtle time for life. And you know that. Like, I was like, she's great. That is the absolute truth. When Ramona tried to be like, I'm just a, like a private little, like a little Catholic school girl. And I was like, bitch, so was I. And I know how I am. <laughs> I'm a private school princess. Okay. Through college, I've only been in private Catholic school. And I'm a Scorpio. Okay. I have to point something out. You and Ramona are super similar in that you have this whole history of being very open and willing to talk about sex. But then at some point you turn <laughs> this light switch and you're like, I can't talk about sex. I'm super prude. I, I, I would never even mention any body part, let alone you know which body part I'm talking about below the waist. Like you and Ramona are so similar in that way because then you'll be like, I did this and I did that and like my ex cheated on me and then I did this to him. I totally, you're, you honestly, Armin, I've been read. You checked me, boo, Uh like for real. Library's fucking open. I didn't even notice I did it until you just, and then I was like, oh my God, I just did that. I wish there were cameras on you at all times because we could totally bust out a montage of you talking about sex. Like Ramona. had her whole montage where she's talking about how she uses her hand, how she's talking about how that dude, I guess, ejaculated early or something. Ramona has always been very open and honest. How about her and Mario and their hot sex? She wouldn't stop fucking talking about it. There was a scene in the early seasons of like Mario shirtless and she's like oiling him down. Don't you remember oh, yeah. that? Oh, yeah. And Ramona's trying to act like she's a good Catholic schoolgirl who can't even hear the word vagina. I mean, Ramona. Oh, my gosh. And by the way, I don't have a problem with Ramona talking about sex. Who cares? I mean, I have a problem with people talking about sex. I feel like it's disgusting. I think it's so rude. No, I'm joking. Um, I love when you drop an F-bomb and then you go, oh, my God, wait, I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have dropped the F-bomb. Well, that's just because, and uh, like, you have to understand, I have family that listens to this podcast, so I do have to check myself here and there. It's not just I, which is also Ramona has Avery. She has a daughter, but I mean Leah has her Kiki too. So it's like you know to each their own. Um, you're not going to be talking about premature ejaculation on this podcast, is what you're saying, like Ramona did. I, I've never had a problem with that, so no, I will not be speaking about that. <laughs> you have no prior experience, so you won't be speaking on it. You only speak from tell. experience. Exactly. Ooh, you don't kiss and tell. Um. I don't, don't know why I said that. I've been just trying to be like, yeah, now, you like super I'm kiss and tell. I'm just trying to like push the envelope now. I'm being a Leah. I'm like, okay, now you're going to test me. I'm going <laughs> to test you back, you bitch. Um, okay, let's start with the beginning of this episode, which is the end of the last episode, which is putting Sonia to bed. 
Now, this woman is drunker. I mean, not drunker than we've ever seen her because we've seen Sonya drunker, but she is very wasted and she's oh, yeah. trying to like, like mediate this fight, which is like only instigating this more. She's like, Leah, wasn't your dress, wasn't your dress pulled out? Leah, wasn't your dress, you just got to work with me. It just, and it's like, Sonia, she's not going to get it. Like, she's not, it, it's, it, it, you have it all wrong. You've been listening to Ramona. And then she says, I try to protect you. I'm protecting you. Sonia, you don't yeah. really know what protecting means then? No, she fully knows what protecting means. She's just so sloshed. She doesn't know which side she's on. She doesn't know what she's saying. She doesn't know where she is. She doesn't Everything know who is she just, is. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, I'm glad they put her to bed. And then Ramona can't deal with it anymore. And she leaves. Um, and so Dorinda goes to have a conversation with her. Um, and this turns in a fight between those two because Ramona's basically like, you do, you get too drunk too. And then says that Dorinda should be going to AA. And Sonia. She says Dorinda and Sonia need to be going to AA. Wait, is this to Luann or is this to Dorinda? Did I get this mixed up? No, that's to Dorinda. It's Dorinda first. Dorinda's the one who goes up to Ramona, right, and wants her to lay off Leah. And she, and Ramona is basically saying that. Leah has a drinking problem. And then, obviously, when Ramona gets attacked, she goes on the defensive-offensive and then attacks Dorinda and is like, you know what? You're a drunk, too. You should be going to AA. And I fully agree with Dorinda, Luann, and Leah on on this issue. That's fucked up. Don't go there. It is. And it's like, she always, like, has to bite back if people are coming at her like she can never deal with it like Luann can't even get through to Ramona Ramona is just like so far up in like her I don't know vileness she like you know what I mean like she's like so far off the deep and at this point I feel like she doesn't even realize what she's doing is so like gross and mean like do you think she like it's just like second nature to her at this point, which is sad. Yeah, she always does this. Like if you call her out, then she's going to try to call you out. She never takes real culpability until it gets really bad and then she apologizes. Uh, I can't wait to talk about her next addition to her collection of apologies. It was actually quite a good one. The one with It was <laughs> yeah. one of her better ones. Yeah, for I how mean, manipulative it was. Um, but I, I, I did like when Luann was talking to Ramona though and Ramona repeated the thing about AA. And she goes, well, we all have our moments. And she goes, and I think, I think, you know, Dorinda has been dealing with anger and we all have our issues. Like basically being like, Ramona, don't feel like you're all okay. Like clearly all of us have been through shit and like Dorinda's going through her stuff right now, anger wise. The AA is a jump, which I thought that was nice coming from Luann, who right. was an AA herself and has struggled with alcohol being like, these accusations that you guys throw kind of like baselessly, she might not need AA. It's another issue that she, alcohol is not the core issue here. And it's also the intent. I think that sucks. Like when your friend is clearly trying to hurt you, like maybe yeah. you could brush it off and go, okay, so Ramona thinks I need to go to AA big fucking deal, whatever. But her intent is to hurt you. And that sucks coming from a friend. Yeah. Oh, so you're saying this cruel thing because you really want me to feel like I'm in the gutter. And that's what Ramona does all the time. And I have to say, that's what Dorinda does too, even though I love Dorinda so much. And she's hilarious. And when she gets this wasted, it's a great time. And it's also the worst of times. 
many of the, yeah. many of the time. <laughs> Which happened this evening too, because Luann yeah. comes back because she's like, "What did Ramona say about me?" She asks. And, she yes. fucking asks, which is an important point. Yes, I, I, it was things were fine, and then she was like, "Did she talk about me? What did Ramona say?" And Luann tells, tells her, her again, yes, which was by the way, which wasn't much different from Ramona had said to her earlier. Right. But then Dorinda's like, "But then you went to prison, like you went to jail." And she's not coming after you. And it's like, okay, like Luann said before, we all have our issues. We've all been through stuff. You don't have to be, you know, taking Luann down every second when the problems with Dorinda. I don't know. I feel And then like- even said, oh, while you were on probation, you drank again and almost went to jail again. again. Like she's really laying into Lou. And yeah. the ironic thing was that 10 minutes before that, she had been saying, that's, that's not what you do to other women. You don't exactly bring these kinds of things up to other women. You have to uplift each other, not I, I put know. each other down. And it's like, Dorinda, listen to your own advice from 10 minutes ago. And she and always gets extra nast- nasty with Lou. If she really does. It's it's another level with Luann. And it's one of those things where it's like, maybe they like, they're friends, but like, maybe like, they need to cool it for a bit because like, obviously. Um, but and I want to point mean, out, Eddie, quickly that the original drinking tiff between Lou and Dorinda started with Lou saying, oh, she's getting started again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's not even close to what Ramona said in this episode, if we want to talk about degrees. And Dorinda seems like pretty you know, willing and able to forgive Ramona. I mean, by the next day, we'll, we'll talk about it, but by the next day, like she's kind of over it, and she's like, we're going to move on. How long did it take Dorinda to get over that Luann comment? Which was just her saying, oh, there she goes getting started. Which, like, by the way, Dorinda, you get fucking started sometimes. uh, Which is why we love you. Sometimes, all the time. Um, I I know you love Dorinda, and I know a lot of people love Dorinda, but it's very hard to watch Dorinda right now. I feel like she's putting her foot in her mouth every second. She becomes so vicious and vile in an instant. And I understand anger issues. I mean, also, I have to laugh at Ramona the next day, literally, like, on the phone. What are anger issues? Anger management issues. And, like, literally on her phone. Like, it's, like, talk about, and I have to say, it has been annoying me a little bit with Ramona being, like, moving from, like, the armchair psychiatrist to, like, the on-camera psychiatrist, where she's, like, calling out Leah's mental health issues. She's mm-hmm. calling out um, Sonia's Xanax use. She's ta- she's accusing um Dorinda of anger management issues. Like, it's like, keep your mouth shut. Woman. Prescribing like, AA. Exactly. Like, who do you think you are, Ramona Singer? Um, well, she does think that she is better than them. When Luann was talking to her, Ramona said, well, I only drink water when I go out and I'm always home by midnight. And I loved Lou response, Lou's response because Lou was like, look, I'm not babysitting you. I don't know what you do. Yeah. Okay? I don't care what you do. That's not the point. Ramona. And you know what? Ramona's not Miss Perfect. And that's fine. But she really does think she's perfect. (laughs) Um, She thinks she's like the the 1%. Um, Okay, well, let's get to the next day because this fight happens and the next day is literally everyone kind of not everyone's kind of over the drama, I guess. Like Leah's like, I'm done. She's like, I could care less. Yeah. Which I, this is why I kind of love Leah because like, yeah, she can be upset, but she's like, this woman does not matter. And I loved when she sits down with Ramona and they have their one-on-one little conversation. With we'll, the, we'll the, the phoniest apology. But I did like when Leah, well, let's talk about the phony apology. And But I liked when Leah was like, what your friends think about me 
doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't like, and I, that's something that I'm trying to like learn a lot more is that like the opinions of others that are not part of my core team and my value, they don't matter. Like those outside voices don't matter because if I'm like, I know who I am in myself and I'm strong in myself and my, my friends and family know who I am and support me in all of this, then I should feel confident. I shouldn't have to worry about what X, Y, Z says on a comment on Instagram or on the side of a party. Like it's their relationship between Ramona and Leah and no one else should affect that. And no one else should be able to affect your point of view on someone. You know what I mean? Fully agree. But I also think Ramona was using that as an excuse. She was using the whole thing about how her friends friends. would perceive Leah as an excuse. It was all about Ramona. That was all about Ramona being uncomfortable. And at times Ramona said, like, I was in my own head too much. And I have to get out of my own head and my expectations. I don't know. She was talking so vaguely and in the abstract. It was all bullshit. The expectations. I think she's, I think she's trying to say like, I'm trying to get into this, this world. I'm trying to like figure, you know, everything out, like trying to become this 1% and like navigating. This is hard trying to figure out the right people to be with and like listening. And it's like, girl, no one's going to feel bad for you in these expectations. It's like phony bullshit about like, Oh, I'm sorry. Like I upset you with like blasting your medical history over the world. Like (laughs) that's, that's big deal. Like you do not talk about someone's, mental health on public television without their consent. Ramona also said something about how she felt like Leah was going to come to her party and act demure. And then when Leah didn't, it upset her. And that's why, you know, her expectations weren't met. And she let that get to her head and blah, blah, blah. And then she said something about how Leah is going to be Leah and she's going to be herself and she just has to let it go. I kind of felt like that was an anti-apology. That was actually her still yeah. blaming Leah, saying, you know, yeah. you you suck. Like, I don't like the way you act, but I, I, have, like to, you. I have to accept you for who you are, which is... And deal a, with you. Yeah, which is like a low-grade, um, sexually promiscuous person, and I don't like that. Which, by the way, comes home to roost by the end of the episode, because yes. guess what, Ramona? I guess you still haven't accepted Leah for who she is. Because clearly you have a major issue while we're in the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, let's get to the next apology. The Dorinda Luan thing? Because yeah. there was no apology there. I mean, <laughs> I mean. Quickly, though, shout out to Lou for conquering the camel. Yeah. Shout camel, out to Lou, okay. because in Marrakesh, she was almost thrown off the damn camel. This I time, wanna, she killed it. I want to say, this is Luann's um, second, I guess you would say, triumph after the camel. I think that it's their second triumph from Morocco. First, when she fell off that camel, she got right back, um, and she recorded the Moroccan version of um, Chic C'est La Vie. Yes. Um, and now, this in this episode, she has gotten physically back on the camel once again to ride and journey in Cancun. I'm sorry, but the camels in Cancun, I don't get, I've been to Cancun. I get people who ride horses on the beach, the camels. I feel like they're not in their proper world. It's not of the scene. Yeah. It's like, it's like going to Vegas and being like, "Hmm, I really want to like, I don't know, like go play mini golf. It's a thing to do, but it's not the thing to do. 
No, you play Top Golf at Vegas, not Mini. I know. I I, I realized that was like a really bad. I was like Vegas is like really bad. <laughs> it's like going to Disneyland and being like, mm, I just want to like sip out of the water fountains. Like these water fountains are really good water. That's the reason I come to Disneyland. Kind I of. I don't it. know. I don't know. <laughs> Okay. Sometimes these things just don't work. Okay. They just don't work. Let's they don't on. work. Let's move on to this restaurant. Well, let's um, talk about the Dorinda Luan thing um, because Dorinda now invents this thing yes, that Luann That's what I want to talk about. Um, but she didn't say it because we have it on film. And, and uh, Leah's like, it never happened. Yeah. So actually earlier in the episode, they talk about what happened the night before. And Dorinda mentions that Luann said, well, you do have a problem with drinking or something like that. What was what was the thing that Dorinda claimed Luann said? Something. Oh, gosh. I wish I would have written it down. Yeah. Something but like, it, well, you know, you do drink sometimes or yeah, something like something that. Yeah. Something like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Leo's like, wait, what? <laughs> that didn't happen. And then when Dorinda and Lou have their whole conversation about it, um, Lou is wanting to address what Dorinda said, which was really below the belt yes um with the whole bringing up the jail thing again and you know i think lou is right here like come on that's yeah, a really girl, like, shitty we're friends like you yeah. shouldn't be yeah that's like her rock bottom moment and just stop bringing it up if we're close friends like you wouldn't keep bringing that up that's a really sore spot for me okay understandable and jordan is like well if you don't bring up my drinking I won't bring up yours. And Lou's like, well, I didn't. She's like, yeah, you did. You were saying all this shit. Lou is trying to set the facts straight. And she's like, well, I was telling you what Ramona said because you asked me to relay what happened when I went to speak with Ramona. And Dorinda is in full denial that that happened. She's like, no, you just came in and you were saying all this stuff about my drinking. And then you said this, that like, you know, you have a problem with drinking. And Luann's like, that didn't happen. And then Dorinda says the classic line, and I hate when people say this. She's like, well, that's your truth, and this is my truth. And it's I like, no, 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 no. There is truth. a singular fucking truth, Dorinda, and your truth is not it. Exactly. I my still truth. love Dorinda, though. But she's I so wrong. You do. She will come around eventually, I'm sure. But for right now, it is not great. Oh, she fully invented that, Eddie. Well, I, okay, I can understand, like, where I've been, I've been Dorinda level drunk very, a lot of times. I've been there, I, I grew up in a college in America, like, <laughs> shit happens. Um, I completely understand where you have, like, those browned out moments where you only have bits and pieces of the night, and you remember, like, that one thing. I could see her being like, Luann was telling me that. And not realizing that it had come from Ramona and be like, yeah, well, like, I'm, I know, I know that those words were said and those came out of Luann's mouth. It, it, it's, you create your own memories sometimes based on the pieces that you can put together. And I think that's what happened in Dorinda's case where she's like, well, I can get off this one. Like, it's not really my fault because Luann did say this one thing, even though. But Luann didn't. Sure didn't even say that sentence that Dorinda no, I, keeps saying that she said. No, I know. But like. It, it's just one of those things. I get, I get how Dorinda's brain worked this way and invented this. I'm trying to say. I also love that she invents her alcohol consumption because she's like, I only had three wine spritzers, but didn't she at one point say like, like make me another tequila cocktail or something? She did not have only three wine spritzers. Maybe at the dinner, but like she was drinking hard alcohol before. You had Ramon over Sonia, who is like so wasted. 
And by the way, did you catch when Ramona was like, well, maybe it's the Xanax? I did hear that. She was saying, I think it's the water pills and maybe even the Xanax. And I think she was trying to stress the latter. Yeah, which I think it is the latter because that would completely explain her behavior and how sloth she gets off of her rosé. Speaking of her rosé, that was fucking hilarious when Lou tried the Coke and rosé. It was like, this is heinous. This is the most disgusting thing I've ever had. I mean, I'm still going to try it. You know I will. (laughs) Who knows what it really was, though? Um, But, okay, Eddie, I think you owe Lou an apology. Because last season, when Lou was saying, there's something off with Sonia. She's getting a little too drunk a little too quickly. She may be combining alcohol with pills. You were saying that that's insane. There's no way. Zero percent chance of that happening. I do think last season it could have been a stretch. This season, I think coming from Ramona and saying the actual word, I think it's different than Luann speculating. I'm not going to Luann. I think Luann had some insight, though. I'm not though. giving Luann an, an apology because I said what I said. I believed it at the time, and I do believe she was a shady-ass bitch for insinuating that about Sonia. Now, But Sonia today, did say that she's been taking her water pills for years. She said that. What are water pills? It was a, a diuretic that apparently combined with alcohol would make you really wasted. That's what they were saying. Okay, Some well, sort I of diuretic. Know. I don't know. But in the so, episode, I, I, I took honestly, note of that because I was like, honestly, oh, so that could explain sense. it. And this is, well, this is me. Uh, so I had to, I took a diuretic, which is like literally, what is it? Sunflower, not sunflower. Yeah, I think it's like sunflower seed or something like not sunflower. Dandelion root mm-hmm. is a diuretic. And I had to take like that to like help flush water out of my system, basically dehydrate myself for a shoot. And because it like pulls all the water out of your system. Which would make sense why she gets so drunk because if she is taking this diuretic and literally flushing her system out, yep. dehydrating her system more so than she is on a daily basis in the heat in Mexico, yep. 100%, she's dehydrated and drinking. That could She could get drunk off of the Coke and the thing. So you know what? Maybe it is a little bit jumpy, uh, like I said earlier, of Ramona to say this Xanax comment when it really truly could be the water pills. It really could be. Because it really truly could be. And like, I mean... Ramona saying that I was like, you know, it could be, it would, it would explain everything. But now knowing that the water pills is like a diuretic, like that explains it too. So I'm not going to jump to the conclusion that it's Xanax because I don't think Sonia would be putting her life in danger, mixing the, the drugs and alcohol on a consistent. I think she's smarter than that. I think she likes to have a good time, but I do think she's smarter than that. I would hope she is. But the water pills, I understand if she's taking a diuretic and she's drinking, like I would do the same thing and probably get blacked out wasted and not even realize what happened. Yeah, and Honestly. I guess she's been taking it for years. Yeah. Uh, so that could explain her sloshiness for the last few seasons. It, it could explain so much, actually, now. Because yeah. if that's if that's the source of the issue, and she's juicing, and she's not eating. Mm-hmm. Like, ugh, like I was there. I've been there. I know exactly <laughs> what that is. Like, I, I, it makes sense. Like, Sonia, I'm Team Sonia. Water pills for life. <laughs> Turtle so, time for life. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Mm. restaurant situation which first of all it literally reminds me of like fun restaurants i go to in mexico with like maybe like the, every time you're in mexico it's like and you go to a good restaurant like i mean I, that wasn't like the nicest restaurant but like there's always some kind of like they just bring an extra flair to 
the serving to everything. Like whether you're getting sign me up, that looks fun. Like if they make the guacamole at the table, I loved him stacking the freaking um, margaritas on his head was insane. That looks like one of the coolest party tricks. I want to learn how to do that just to bust that out when I I have people over. He has a very flat head. I don't think that's like a party trick that like most people can do. Okay, watch me. Watch me. I'm going to pull it off. I'm going to pull it off. It's going on the hot and bravo IG. I'm going to commit to four margaritas on my head. All right. I'm waiting for it. Yeah. It better not be Photoshop. I need a video. Um, um, but yeah. And so then, but yeah. And what I'm trying to say is like, and like with, with Luann and Dorinda getting into it with like their whole like singing for Sonya's birthday and stuff. It's I like, it just brings me back to like when I was a kid and I would like literally hop in with the servers and do like the line dance with them at La Casa Country in Mazatlan at 12 years old, I was much like Luann trying to do happy birthday with my glowing little <laughs> robe, trying to steal the show myself. I thought you were um, going to say that you were a lot like Dorinda, having the like oh, giant the out. rubber, I don't even know what kind of material that is, like breastplate. What would you, what would you oh, call that? I, that's like a breastplate. That's like the, the drag queens use the breastplates like in drag. It's like it's literally like a silicone breastplate. I has. love that she brought that all the way to Mexico. That's commitment to the bit that is so commitment no i'm saying i'm more like luann because after i did mm-hmm. the casa country dance i hopped on karaoke and i sang a song i love much that. much like luann it was my own cabaret but eddie before we get into the leah ramona uh drama i quickly want to make a comparison to vanderpump rules here okay on this year's uh recaps ryan and i talked about how Tom and Katie's Vegas wedding, the tiny little rinky-dink wedding, was better than Jackson Brittany's blowout castle. Oh, hundred percent. Because it was intimate, it was fun, it felt I know alive, where you're going with this. and Jackson Brittany's wedding felt soulless and so sanitized, and well, everything was procured with no heart, in my view. Well, I'm, I'm just I, happy that mm-hmm. Tom and Katie didn't dance on glass at Jackson Brittany's wedding. I wish they did. Now, I want to compare that to what we saw this year with Roni and Ramona and Sonia's birthday party. 100%. Because yeah. to me, Ramona's perfect, quote unquote, birthday party was not perfect. Yeah, maybe aesthetically, but it had no soul. It had no heart. Whereas Sonia's birthday... Yeah, it may have been small. It may have been in this restaurant, like you said, Eddie, that wasn't that nice. But Oh, it, food was probably great. And you had all all these frills. I loved the intimacy of it. I loved how fun it was. I think Dorinda said it. She hadn't seen, you know, Sonia smile so much in how long, right? Like, she was just grinning from ear to ear. It was such a fun party until, well, Ramona ruined it. Um, she, I think she was sensing it was a better party than her birthday. She was getting jealous for sure. <laughs> but anyway, I had to make that comparison because I really felt like there was a one-to-one comp going on here. No, I literally, I 100% agree with you. And I think that comparison is real. Like, as you were saying it, I was like, oh, it's totally Sonia and Ramona. That's what he's going to make that connection. Mm-hmm. Um, as someone who is who, as you said, has sometimes Ramona tendencies. Um, I, I feel like I've had the Ramona party. Remember my 24th birthday party where we did the bar crawl? Yes. And it had like, yes. there was like how many, there was like 45 people there. Yeah. Right? 40 at least. There was a big crowd of people for my birthday. And that party, as fun as it was, was so stressful, so much drama. Mm. 
it was just like, I felt like I was just, it was too much, too many people. But like, I feel like, like, a you know, just like a dinner with like two or three other people is just so much better. You know what I mean? Camille's birthday? Just, yes, exactly. Like six it of compared, us or yeah, seven of us? That birthday compared to Camille's birthday where we literally were just in that little booth. Just like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's just, it's so much, you get so much more from it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You get you get actual connections with the people you care about. It's the, it's the love that you actually want to feel on your birthday. Like it's a, like the more birthdays I have, like the more big deal. It's like to have a birthday. You go like, smaller and smaller and smaller. Well, yeah, but it's like, it's, it's like one of those things where it's like, I don't know how many I'm going to have left. I know I me, mean, I'm like 20, I'm like 27. And I'm like, Oh my goodness. I'm coming <laughs> to the end. But you know, I am reaching 30 and it's, a it's, it's a big milestone for me. And it's making me look at my mortality a little bit more, more, not morality, mortality. Um, morality was gone years ago. Um, <laughs> just like Ramona, just like Ramona, but you know, I, I just, I would much rather have my friends with a big breastplate on with a flaming cake singing their version of happy birthday margaritas on the top of my head you know what that's like that's it that's what i need and i mean this birthday is going to be very small i you know i share a birthday with chris jenner november 7th just kidding my birthday is november 5th (laughs) jokingly on this podcast i always get my birthday wrong but like i i'm you know it's going to be quarantined this year yeah and, and look, hey, every now and then have a big blowout, no doubt about it. Um, but intimacy is very good too. And you could do the blowout party right. I don't think Ramona did, and I don't think Jackson and Brittany did. They were both <laughs> soulless, soulless, yeah. terrible, corny parties. Um, shout Welcome out to Tom, to Katie, and Sonia. I mean, you know, I love Tom and Katie. Yeah. Ugh. And I guess shout out to Dorinda because she really put it together. So shout out to She Dorinda. did put it together. Sonia was very surprised. It was very yeah. cute. I loved it. Um, Dorinda's a good friend. As much as we're hating her right now, she's a good friend. She has okay, her highs get... and she has her lows. Um, unlike Ramona, who only has lows. <laughs> mm. Speaking of the of which, Ramona's uh, little pout at this dinner. Terrible. Terrible. Over we... nothing. And by the we way, were... they were bonding before this they were actually making progress and they were talking about their similarities and ramona has to go and ruin it why well because she's a narcissist she hates leah still for as much as she wants to pretend to bond with her and i think some of it even comes from a sense of condescension and i'm your mother figure and you're my daughter so you have to listen to me and do as i say because she at one point says something like I think Leah looks up to me and always yes. seeks my approval. Yes. And she's going to push the boundaries because she's just trying to like whatever. And it's like, dude, she's not your daughter. Like you're you're exactly. describing your daughter. <laughs> Leah's a grown woman who knows what she's doing and she doesn't give a shit about your approval. And that's that's what I love about Leah because Leah's kinda is kind of like I think she knows that's what Ramona thinks. Obviously she knows that's what Ramona thinks and how she's acting. And so I, she's like pushing her buttons so hardcore and I'm obsessed with it. I mean, it's Leah is what I've missed on reality TV for a long time, which is someone who understands reality TV and is just like, these people are fucking jokes and I'm going to fuck with every single one of them. Yeah. She also knows Ramona's a full on fraud. I mean, exactly. You know who was talking about her vagina earlier in the same trip? One Sonia Morgan. Mm-hmm. Remember when she called? What did she have? Got the what is it? Fattest pussy around? Yep. Is that what she said? 
And what did Ramona say? She loved it. She laughed. Oh, Sonia. Oh, Sonia. And she loved it. She thought it was the funniest thing in the world. Leah is exposing Ramona to be the fraud that she is. And Ramona is flailing. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's epic. I love it. I love it. Ramona's uh, terrible. She's had 12 seasons. It's been a decent run. Um, but hey, empires, they fall. <laughs> Shout out to empires, the Twins of Jersey. Empires, they, they fall. fall. <laughs> <laughs> not not uh, that Ramona was ever an empire, by the way. No, she's a pop icon. Pop icons, they fall. Fall. <laughs> well, I think we mentioned it all for this episode of Roni. That was my. I was trying to do it. We 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 work. went across the bridge to Jersey. Yeah, I I was still from Jersey. I'm just over New York for a bit, <laughs> mentioning it all. We know. mentioned good, it all. Was that a good Jersey accent? It probably wasn't. I guys, I'm that not great. good with accents. I'm like Amy Poehler with my accents. You know this. I'm like they're all just one accent. And they're like all just Jersey of, accents. It's it's a variation of like Jersey German is my is my accent. I haven't heard the German. Don't even try it. Oh, I'm not even. Gonna- <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew that was gonna wish- happen. That's why I was like, don't even I try. I kind of wish we had this. Like we would videotape ourselves for everyone to watch or like put them on YouTube because like I am a mess on these all the time, guys. It's hilarious. Um, oh, well, man. thank you guys. You can't subscribe to us on YouTube, but you can subscribe wherever you're listening, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. You also can subscribe to our social media on Instagram and Twitter. It's at Hot and Bravo. That's H O T in B R A V O D. You also want to write H O T and B R A V O D after patreon.com slash Hot and Bravo. That'd be great too, because we have our whole subscription there with exclusive episodes and exclusive content just for you so patreon.com slash hot and bravoed armin is there anything you want to plug today well on this podcast i did mention the vanderpump rules recaps that i did with ryan alkar so yes why not plug holly shook it's a podcast that i do with ryan it's a lot of fun we talk about celebrity scandals both historic and current and i think if you like hot and bravoed you would like holly shook so you could find it on all of the normal podcast platforms. You could also follow it on IG and Twitter at Holly Shook Pod. Armin thinks if you like this podcast, you'll like Holly Shook. I know if you like Han Bravo, you like Holly Shook. They are great. Ryan is freaking hilarious. We decorate, we cook, and we make it nice on that podcast. You really, truly do. And I also cook, decorate, and make it nice on my Instagram and Twitter, which you can follow by searching at Eddie underscore Estrada, always with the self-plug. And, and we will see you guys next time. It's been great talking and chatting.